Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Yes, it is. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Our guests, Jalen Rose, Kenny the Jet, live in a second on the Shell Pennzoil performance line. I must very quickly, however, address the two things that just happened before the break. <laughs> in no particular order. For the very first time in the three years, almost three years since I left ESPN Radio, I accidentally said Mike and Mike on the air. In the two and a half years I've been hosting Get Up, I never once said it and I never once almost said it. And then just now, a moment ago, as I was reading a progressive insurance commercial, I said it because I guess some habits die hard. I guess that's something we're all going to have to get used to. And then my apologies to progressive. We have to establish a rule here, and that is that I cannot take off my glasses. I'm vain. So those of you watching on ESPN News are seeing that I'm wearing my reading glasses because I have a hard time reading without them. And unfortunately, I completely misread our presenting sponsor's advertisement. So my apologies to my friends at Progressive Insurance who present our show and want you to know that quoting home insurance just got easier with Progressive's Home Quote Explorer. Quote and buy all online at Progressive.com. None of that will happen again. Jalen's there, ready to go? All right, let me get Jalen in on the program here. Jalen, who has been with me for the last two and a half years, pretty much every single day. And we've been talking about LeBron James just about every one of those days. And he got a win he needed last night with Anthony Davis being the best player on the floor. Hello, Jalen Rose. Good morning, my brother. Congratulations on the radio show. And let me answer your LeBron James question first. Yes. I need to see more Greeny if they're going to win the West. I am a person that picked the Clippers to actually come out of the West. But LeBron James had 10 points last night. That's the lowest that he's ever had in a playoff win. And I really like the shooting that Gary Trent Jr. has given Portland. He's been a breath of fresh air. But he's six foot three. And when LeBron James has him on the post, I don't need him taking three or four dribbles. I need him taking one or two dribbles, exploding to the basket or pulling up in the paint or on the baseline. Anthony Davis was fantastic. He was aggressive. He, he wasn't settling like he did in game one and or like both of them did against the Raptors, against teams that are physical up front. But we're still going to need dominant LeBron in order for them to win this series. Well, hold on a second there, Mr. Renaissance Man, and don't think we're not going to talk about that in a minute, by the way. But <laughs> but here's what I said earlier. If the Lakers needed LeBron to score 40 last night, he would have because that was a game the great ones don't lose. But I think LeBron assessed the situation much in the way that I have and many others have with us on Get Up over the course of the last few weeks, and that is that his team is going to go as far as Anthony Davis takes it. And he saw Davis get going last night. I think his number one priority was to get Davis feeling good and feeling like he's the man who's going to carry this team. And I think LeBron is just as happy to score 10 points and win that game because AD played great as he would be any other way. And I think it actually bodes well for them going forward. What do you think? Greeny, I started to realize I was really good at this job when LeBron got in the league and when you're paid to be critical and give analysis, people were like, oh, you just hating on LeBron not realizing that we were really good friends and even playing in the same fantasy football league for a really long time. So now that's graduating to more than a vote. I really love LeBron James. Okay, but then sometimes I have to seem like I need to be the voice of reason in the room. Did you just say in order for the Los Angeles Lakers to win a championship, they need who to carry them? Anthony Davis. I believe Anthony Davis needs to be the best player in the playoffs for them to win. Yes, because I know what I'm going to get from LeBron. I don't know what I'm going to get from AD. He should be one of the three or four best players in the world. And if he is that, then they have the two best players in every game they play. 
See, this is where I come in again, and this is why I'm so very happy you tabbed me out of anybody in the industry to come start a get-up with you, and we overcame all of the turbulence. And now that's going to be on for another 25 years, and you're going to go in the Hall of Fame, and I'm going to stand <laughs> next to you for that show. But let me just tell you this. Anthony Davis ain't in the top five yet, Greeny. I, I, I have to be the person that pumps the brakes when people get really enthusiastic about the top five conversation. LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, the Greek Freak, um, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant. I left him off. Kevin Durant is actually second. That's mm-hmm. the top five. And then James Harden, Dame Lillard. And then I'll start talking about Anthony Davis. He has a chance to catapult himself if he plays like you anticipate him playing. But the way these teams are scoring in the bubble green, you play gentleman sport, golf. Yeah. It's quiet when you shoot. That's what's happening in basketball games. So when these guys get going, it's lights out. So you, they're going to need to score 115, 110 points every game. And Anthony Davis getting 35 ain't going to be enough points. They're just going to need more points from Kuzma. They're going to need 20 from him. They're going to need points from LeBron. And so uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he plays out. And, and how would you feel as it relates to our GOAT conversations if – the Lakers won the championship. You sound like Anthony Davis needs to be the final MVP. I, I think that that is probably their best chance. And I agree with you. He's not one of the five best players in the NBA. But I think he could be and maybe even should be. And if he play, he's capable of playing that way. And he asked for this pressure. He asked for this. Jalen, someone's going to join us as well. I want to make this a great conversation. Delighted to welcome the Jet from TNT, the one and only Kenny Smith, who joins us as well on the Shell Pennzoil performance song with Greeny and Jalen Rose as well. What's up, Kenny? Hey, what's up, guys? And, man, it's amazing, man. I'm with the whole Rose family. I was with one yesterday. Now I'm with Jalen today. <laughs> yes, indeed. That, that means you're the most versatile person in the game, brother. Good to see you. Thanks for joining I don't doubt. All right, Kenny, <laughs> help me here. I'm trying to explain to Jalen. I've been trying to teach Jalen basketball for two and a half years now. <laughs> that, that the Lakers are going to go as far as Anthony Davis takes them. That, to me, he isn't. Jalen was just telling me he's not one of the five best players in the NBA. I agree with that. But he could be and maybe should be. And if he plays that way then in my opinion, the Lakers have the two best players on the floor in any game they play, and they should win the whole thing. If he plays like that, they go as far as he takes them. What do you think of that, Kenny Smith? Well, it's, it's hard to say who's, you know, it's all subjective who's, who's one, two, three, four, five. But I, never, I, I would never feel that if you have Anthony Davis that you haven't won that position or it's equal. There aren't, many, there aren't anybody better than him at that position. So... Every night he has the advantage and every night he has to have the advantage against the Portland Trailblazers if they want to advance. Because if he doesn't, we've seen what happened in game one when he just plays well for a half. But when he dominates throughout the game and the Lakers don't score, you know, you, think about this, guys. The, be- the fourth best scorer on the Portland Trailblazers is arguably the second best scorer in the modern era in Carmelo Anthony. Mm. You got to score the ball against them. And if you don't, you don't get 110. They're not going to score 88 points multiple times. Um, they're going to score in the hundreds, high in the mid hundreds, 110, 115. And if you don't do that, you lose. See if they're able to do it. Guys, I have a million things I want to get to with you here. Jalen, let me come back to you quickly. If you're, oh, actually, let me ask Kenny one more thing, though, before I move off the Lakers onto a few other matters. Your friend Charles 
was a friend of all of ours. He was he was on this show my second day just a few days ago, and then that night he was walking around your studio on TNT with a broom with the Trailblazers and his prediction they were going to sweep the Lakers. Obviously, not only is that not happening, but the Lakers blew the doors off him last night from the word go. What do you have in store for him next time you guys are together? Well, I, I'm a Portland Trailblazer runner, too. Uh, last year, both he and I at the same time was like the Portland Trailblazers are going to be you know, in the Western Conference Finals. This is what I envision. I envision this team, this team that with, with Nurkic and, and, and Zach Collins healthy. When they got hurt last year, they would have been trouble with everyone. So this is, this is like a Western Conference semifinal, not a first-round game. Um, so I, I'm not – I thought he was outrageous in saying that the Lakers would get sweep, but he's not out, the, out of bounds – Thinking that they could lose the series, and and he and I wouldn't be out of bounds saying that the Mavericks could beat the Clippers in this series. I, I just I feel that that's a possibility as well. From the door, I always thought that because I always felt Luka Doncic, Dame Lillard, they're coming back not from 2020 season. They're coming back into their next year. You got three and a half months off. This is like the Luka, the MVP Luka we're seeing. We're not seeing the All Star Luka. This is the MVP candidate Dame Lillard now we're seeing, not the perennial all-star. So this is their next year to me in this bubble, and they lighten it up. No question. That's Kenny the Jet, Jalen Rose with me here, Greeny on ESPN Radio. Jalen, let me then come to you on that. Tim Legler said on the show the other day on Get Up, we are entering the decade of Luka, that, that what we are seeing in these playoffs, he has scored more points than any player in his first two playoff games since George Mikan in 1949. What we are entering in the NBA right now is the decade of Luka. He's on the verge of being the best player in the league. Jalen Rose, what do you think? I'm not mad at that. I, I want to buy a ticket on that bandwagon, too. He, he, the way he does it, is, and it seems effortless, and he's not a knockdown three-shooter just yet. And the way he makes people around him better and, and his court sense, like he's going to get better in the clutch. He's six foot seven. He plays alongside Kristaps Porzingis, who's seven foot three, dunking on people and shooting threes. Rick Carlisle is one of the best coaches in the game, and that's a stable situation. They're building a championship scenario in Dallas, and I think they're going to be able to get a lot of people to come play with them as well. So here's a really tough question for you, Kenny Smith. If you're starting a team right now, taking everyone's age into account, and you can start it with any human being walking the face of planet Earth, are you starting it with Luka or Giannis? Oh, Giannis. I'm starting it with Giannis. Giannis has proven commodity. You know, and not that I'm saying that Luca's not there, but I, I start my franchise with Giannis because I've seen his development. I've seen the one thing that you look at Luca, you say, well, can he make some of his weaknesses his strengths? Giannis came into the league and he said, you're not physically enough to, to contend with guys that side. Now he has the best body in the NBA. You know, you can't shoot the three. Now we see him taking threes. You know, his ball handler was always good, but now it's even better. So I've seen the improvement that he continually makes. Luca, I would say, I have to see, if, will he transform his body to be the best player? Because the best players in this league has always had, to me, the best athletic bodies as well. You know, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, you know, all of these guys, if you look at them, when they walk in the gym, they go, wow. And he's, that's Akeem the Olajuwon. one area he's going to have to, like Akeem Olajuwon. You're going to have to, he's going to have to take that notch to say, I'm going to do something different with my body to sustain this over 10 years. But Jalen, let me just throw into this conversation that during the course of this season, 
Luka Doncic turned 21 years old. He's wow. 21 years old, Jalen. Mm. Same question to you. If, if, would you agree with Kenny, or are you going the other way if I gave you either one of those two guys to start a franchise with? Yeah. How about Luka has had a 20-rebound a, a game and a 19-assist game while he's still dropping 30s and 40s? That, that like, he, he is out there killing. Yes. But I agree with Kenny because, ultimately, it's a tall man's game, Greeny. Say – it's Saturday morning and we at the park and I see KD and Steph and I get a chance to pick both of them. I'm going to pick KD because he's taller. And, 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 and like defensively, the Greek freak is going to be all worldly on that end of the floor, guarding five positions, changing shots, blocking shots, grabbing every rebound. He's about to do that. He's about to be amongst the league leaders in points, rebounds, and blocks. For the, as long as he plays. So he has to be the answer for me. All right, fair enough. So I can't get anyone to agree with me on my Luca bandwagon. As I say all the time, like most geniuses, I won't be fully appreciated <laughs> until long after my time. All right, Kenny the Jet Smith. If, if, so you, you like Portland, they're dangerous. You like the Mavericks, they're dangerous. If you have to pick, for those who haven't seen your picks on TNT right now, this bubble is such an, un, an extraordinarily unusual circumstance, and it has been such a success. There's no no words to describe the respect that I have for everything that it has taken and everyone who has had to put so much into it to make this thing work the way it has. When it's all said and done in October, who's standing there holding the trophy? Ooh. That's a tough one, man. I'm going to say. Yeah, it is. It's tough, man. I, I, I'm going to say it's going to be the Milwaukee Bucks. Hmm. You have confidence in them? I, I, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that they have the the road less traveled. We'll have the low road less traveled. I think they're 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 gonna have like I, I think the West is just too unpredictable because the younger players in the West are are got has gotten so much better inside the bubble. Uh, again, I think that they're coming back into their next season and they've come back with a great deal of confidence. So um, Boston is great still, but I, I think the Milwaukee Bucks will be holding the trophy. All right, Kenny the Jet Smith and Jalen are with me here. And both of you have interesting projects that I want to mention. Now, Jalen, I assume you're in Detroit because the 10th annual JRLA, the Jalen Rose Leadership Academy Celebrity Golf Classic, is this Monday. You know that I wish I could be there with you guys, but that is wonderful. Jalen's school, for those who don't know, which is such an extraordinary undertaking. But I also read this morning, Mr. Rose Stradamus, that (laughs) when you just mentioned we started this show Get Up Together two years ago and change, and we had a feature called Renaissance Man, where Jalen would come on and talk about all kinds of things. Talk about, talk about culture and all of his sophistication and all the various things you're interested in. And then I wake up this morning and I see that you have launched some partnership with the New York Post to, do, to be the Renaissance Man. Now, what is this all about? I think Kenny will find this fascinating. Yes, and, and for anybody that has seen a New York Post, it's like a, a tabloid paper. It's really an institution, and all celebrities and entertainers want to be on page six. It's just they don't want to be on there for being in the wrong place at the wrong time. So they're actually trusting me to do a style column in the paper once a week and talk about trends and things that I see, Greeny, trends, lifestyle, fashion, the culture, travel, all of those things that we were doing on Get Up. But, you know, we had so many other things going on. So I hope you appreciate it that I still used something that we birthed together 
and made it Renaissance Man for the New York Post. And we're going to do a podcast to describe it once a week as well. So I'm really excited about the opportunity. Not only do I appreciate it, Jalen, but I think I might have been the one who came up with the name for it, in which case I believe I should be compensated for it. That's a conversation we'll have another time. And then Kenny, Kenny, the Jed Smith, has a basketball camp called the Jet Academy. How can kids get involved in that? Well, the Jet Academy was started because of social distancing and the pandemic. You know, I'm sitting around like, why should everyone's development stop because of a pandemic? And so I created the first virtual camp. I got, you know, New York's own Kimball Walker, Trey Young, Victor Oladipo, uh, no, Brianna Stewart, no. WNBA MVP, Bri- uh, Brittany Griner. And we become your personal trainers for the for the um, for one hour a day. It's a membership only sign up because just like a gym membership, you sign up, you get access to all of this. And uh, Jalen, what we're doing now I'm taking a page because I know that you move in different directions. We're doing a how to get a scholarship program. So you work out and then we bring on people and you tell them how to get a scholarship because people think it's only about playing on a travel ball team. Way more. Correct. Uh, So then I've got a I got another section. uh, How to how to dunk. I want to dunk. It's I would. So we we got all the breast trainers teaching you explosion and all that. And the last one, which I really like, I got the trainers who train the greats. So the guys who train. Kevin Durant, Kyrie, James Harden, all of these guys, they're going to be on, and they're going to be showing their secrets of how they do it. And all you have to do is sign up, jetacademycamp.com, man. And your kids, and you're, you're looking for all of these homeschool stuff, you need an hour a day. You don't even need a rim, and you just get it done. Jetacademycamp.com, sign up. Be a member. And come into this membership. I'm going to get Jalen in there sooner or later. But Kenny. I'm going to get him in the academy. Forget about Jalen. Uh, tell me more about, I'd like to learn to dunk. Could you, could I, could I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm 53 years old. Do you think you could get me to dunk? I, 53, I can increase your vertical for three inches. So wherever okay. you are now, I definitely can do that. Right. Wherever you are now, I can get three inches on. All right, three more inches. I might be able to reach the net. So we'll see how that goes. Hey, look, but only thing, in order for him to start dunking, he got to take off those red bottoms, and he ain't doing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh. <laughs> different oh. shoes. All right, last question for you two. Last question for you two. When indeed we are all able to enjoy playing street ball again, which we all certainly hope we can soon when this pandemic comes to an end, is the best street ball in America in New York City or in Detroit? Kenny Smith. Uh, New York City, because the, the hoop, Detroit has better players at time, for sure. But the guys who aren't good in New York, they always play, too. So, like, you have everyone. It's a cultural thing, you know, for everyone here. I always say New York doesn't have the best players. We have the guys who shouldn't have made it, make it. Mark Jackson can't. Is, Mark Jackson's slow. Can't Preach. shoot. Preach. He no can't shoot. Hand. No left hand. And he played 20 years in the league. And he's been leading, leading assists. Guy in the NBA. That's what New York does. Detroit always has better players. But we just have guys that shouldn't make it, make it. Jay. You ready for this? Yeah. I'm going to bow down and pay homage to New York City. And not only was it the birth. Um, place of hip hop music, which we we followed their culture very closely because they married the black top with music and just the imagery of watching people go play outdoors. Greeny, again, when we talk about uh, street ball, I'm talking playing outside. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and 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 those visuals you see at the Rucker back in the day in the early '70s of all of those great players that were coming through there and people just hanging from the buildings and hanging from the gates and stuff like that. That birthed 
it to me across the country for other cities to kind of follow suit, just like we all did with rap music. Guys, you're both the best. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you very much for jumping on here. I'll see you both soon. Thank you. All right. Thanks, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Kenny Take the care. Jet and my buddy Jalen Rose, the best. He's just as good a human being as there is. He is truly the Renaissance man. All right. We'll continue in a moment. Ryan Clark will join me. And you will hear the one word I heard yesterday that convinced me I know who was going to win the Super Bowl. One word. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. My buddy Ryan Clark, who is as good and as funny as anyone at our place, will join me live in just a minute. I'd like to take that minute to wish uh, my very best regards to Ron Rivera, the head football coach in Washington for a long time, of course, in Carolina, who announced yesterday, he told his team that he has cancer. Uh, he described it as very treatable, very curable, and in the early stages. And certainly we're delighted to hear that that's true. I've known Ron Rivera for almost 30 years. Um, I met him when I started covering the Bears in Chicago, and he was a linebacker. He was there on the championship team in 85 and played until sometime in the early 90s. Good player, good guy. Always knew he had a chance to be a coach. You could tell. Some players, when you're around them, you could just tell he seems like a coach. Ron Rivera seemed like a coach then. And I saw him through all those times. He got passed over for head coaching jobs. Defensive coordinator, so successful in so many places. Finally got his shot in Carolina. Took that team to a Super Bowl, 15-1 and that year. Riverboat Ron, which is so not in keeping with his normal personality, by the way. The whole Riverboat Ron, Riverboat Gambler, taking risk kind of persona is not something you would usually associate with a person who has Ron Rivera's personality, but all of that is neither here nor there. He's a great guy, and um, I'm glad to hear that if you're going to have cancer, that that it seems to be as manageable as circumstances could be under the circumstances. So my very best wishes to him and his family. He says he's going to coach through it, and we certainly hope that he's able to, and we hope that he's well. He's a great guy, a really terrific guy. So my best wishes all over to Ron Rivera and his family. All right, I told you there was one word I heard yesterday that convinced me I know who is going to win the Super Bowl. That word is the last word you will hear Rob Gronkowski say in this soundbite in which he talks about the way he's moving around on the football field right now practicing down there in Tampa. I'm feeling good out there. My body feels good. Uh, That's why I came back to the game, uh, and that's how I want to be moving. I want to be moving like how I was back in the day. Uh, No doubt about that. Why why else would I want to come back to the game and be moving like poop? Like poop, he says. Like poop. That's not the reason. So that word is funny. But the funny part of it is what makes me convinced that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to be great. 
Because Ron, Rob Gronkowski sounds to me like a man who has a new lease on life. Tom Brady is a man who has a new lease on life. Let's talk about that and more with my buddy Ryan Clark, who's with me on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. RC, we talked about this on Get Up this morning, that those former Patriots, this is not meant as an indictment on Belichick and the Patriot way. In fact, it's meant as the opposite. But I know how obsessed you are with Jordan and The Last Dance and those documentaries. RC is completely obsessed, has watched them repeatedly. And I think that the Patriot way reminds me a little bit of that. I don't think the people who were around Michael Jordan all the time thought it was a lot of fun. And so I think that Brady and, and, and Gronkowski, while I'm sure they will always be grateful for what they achieved there with Belichick, that there will be a new lease on life that I think will serve both of them well as they start anew in Tampa this year. What do you think? Yeah, no, I think so. And I think it's I think it's different. You know, when you talk about Michael Jordan, he didn't necessarily like he ran the organization, but he wasn't the GM. He wasn't the head coach. Bill Belichick makes sure that this organization, the New England Patriots, is run a certain way. And I would talk to dudes who were cut from that team or who came from New England. And I had a guy tell me, you know, when you walk down the hall, you didn't pick your head up. And, you know, it wasn't hellos because I would always talk about how Dick LeBeau would stop in the hallway and talk to you. Always ask about your family. It was always it's a great day to be alive. And people would tell me how different that was from New England. And so there was a different feel. And I think it's one thing to be organized. It's one thing to be set up in a way that you can win. It's another thing to not have fun. It's another thing to not build relationships outside of football. It's another thing to not be able to enjoy walking into a building unless you're winning games. And I think that's what Rob Gronkowski and Tom Brady have now. And I think that's something that they were searching for. Listen, you can't doubt doubt or knock how smart Bill Belichick is. You can't say that the Patriot way doesn't work because isn't it about winning championships? And they've won six. But when you've accomplished the things that Tom Brady and Gronk have, when you have the all pros, when you've solidified yourself as a Hall of Famer, when you have the rings, now it's time to fulfill some other needs, some other wants. And they want to enjoy going to the field. They want to enjoy playing ball. They want to have a fun that is accepted and win football games because you can do both. And I think that's where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are now. These two, these two guys have a new lease, not on their, just their football careers, but on life. And I think we're going to see those things come to life on the grass for Tampa Bay. How good are they going to be? I don't just mean those two, but Brady in, in particular and the Bucks in general. How good are they going to be? Yeah. I think they're going to be really good, but that, that doesn't mean to me that they're going to start out great. I believe that the Saints had the inside track to win the NFC South, but I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers advance farther in the playoffs. There's still some things they're going to have to work out with chemistry. There's still some rapport that's going to need to be built amongst these players, especially offensively, implementing Tom Brady and some of the things that he wants to do. But once this team gets to clicking on all cylinder, once Tom Brady is comfortable in that pocket and understanding what Bruce Arians and offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich want from him, I believe the sky's the limit for this team. And I think at the end of the season that the, the contrast between what we were talking about Tom Brady looking like, what that New England Patriots offense was as compared to what Tom Brady will look like and what this offense will be in Tampa Bay couldn't be farther apart. 
I'm expecting a year where we're speaking of Tom Brady in the MVP conversation mm-hmm. along with the likes of Patrick Mahomes and the likes of Lamar Jackson and Carson Wentz. And this is at age 43. That's the type of production and win total I expect out of this team. Hmm. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Ryan Clark is here. You mentioned Mahomes. I love the fact that he is openly going after Brady's Super Bowl record. The question is, what will the record be? Kurt Warner told me earlier on the show today, he was here with me about an hour ago, and he said he could still make, he, Kurt, could still make all the throws. It's not a question of making the throws. It's a question of Mm -hmm. wanting to put yourself through all the things you have to to be a football player. So he was using that to say if Brady wants to do that, he probably could play several more seasons. So if you had to guess, if you had to bet an amount of money that mattered to you, RC, would you bet that the record Mahomes is going after is six or more than six? I think the record is going to be more than six because I believe that Tom Brady is going to at least play these two years out. And at the rate he's going, the way he takes care of his body, the way that this game is moving to protect quarterbacks, Tom Brady can play past 45. And I know it's something that we've never seen. And we keep moving this age up for Tom Brady because it's Tom versus time. And we've never seen anything like this. But I believe that Tom Brady does have an opportunity to get another Super Bowl. I believe he has that opportunity and a better chance or more probable chance than the Drew Breeses, than even guys like Aaron Rodgers and Ben Roethlisberger right now. And so that's what's crazy to me when you see the excitement level that they have and you see some of the load let off of these guys mentally and emotionally that's also part of what retires you what retires you is not the Sundays not the Monday nights or the Thursday nights it's the time in the offseason that it takes to prepare to play this game it's walking down the stairs in the morning on Saturday and feeling like the reward is worth going through what you have to go through to get there and it seems like Tom Brady's in that place and so if he is then Patrick Mahomes could be chasing seven he could be chasing eight and I think it was funny that Tyreek Hill was talking about the Bulls when he said, why not get six or why not get seven or what it was. Maybe he forgot that there's a guy with six that's in the league and still playing, and that's Tom Brady. RC, have a great weekend, my man. Thank you, as always. I'll see you next week. You're the best. My man, thank you. Have a good one. All right, that's Ryan Clark with me. I want to mention that you can stream Our Time, the new series on ESPN+, Plus, which will get you an all-access look at Oklahoma State football as they reopen campus, deal with COVID-19 testing, and an investigation of head coach Mike Gundy. Stream new episodes every Thursday only on ESPN+. Plus. Coming up, bad news from New York. What are the ramifications? We go there live right after this. Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Greeny with you, ESPN Radio. We're on TV on ESPN News. You can tune in for an NL East rivalry this Sunday. Braves-Phillies presented by Geico. Coverage of Sunday Night Baseball begins 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app, then 7 Eastern on ESPN. But the news from baseball today is not good, particularly in New York, where the remainder of the series between the Yankees and Mets has been postponed because of the positive coronavirus tests that have taken place in the Mets organization. They were supposed to start today. That's gotten delayed. Now the whole weekend is delayed. Let's find out what Michael knows. Michael Kay is the host of Afternoons on ESPN Radio in New York and been the Yankee play-by-play boys forever, and he's a good friend of mine. Michael, what do we know about the situation with the Mets? We've seen a lot of teams have to shut down for prolonged periods of time. Is there significant concern the Mets could be in that kind of situation? Well, I think it's more the situation that we're looking at with with, what the Reds had, because uh, as far as we know right now, the Mets have two uh, positive tests. One's supposed to be a coach and one's supposed to be a player. So if it keeps at that level, I think the Reds might have missed three or four games. uh, So they weren't set back like the Cardinals. Cardinals missed almost two weeks. You hope it doesn't get to that. And from everything that I've heard uh, from people traveling with the Mets, Greeny, they have been very, very vigilant uh, in, in the social distancing and doing the right thing. So, Maybe this is just a blip, and it's not something that's going to be an outbreak. That's what everybody's rooting for. And what is your sense, as you've been around at the Yankees, who you cover daily, uh, were involved in this at the beginning of the season when they had to shut down games and the Yankees wound up going several days without playing? What effect have you seen it have on teams when they've gone? Uh, baseball teams were accustomed to playing every day with an off day every now and again. What effect have you seen it have on, on, on that team in particular when they've had these prolonged uh, stretches without playing? Uh, with the Yankees, it didn't have any effect whatsoever. I mean, they really are a team that they will not let something uh, set them back, like with all the injuries last year, and they're trying to do the same thing this year with the injuries. So uh, when they missed those couple of games, they just persevered and bowled through. And uh, as long as this isn't a long layoff, I'm amazed that the Cardinals have been able to do as well as they've done, uh, missing as much time as they did. But uh, the Yankees really have not had that much uh, of, of a long stretch. And remember when those games in the, against the Phillies were postponed, they just changed gears and they bust down the Baltimore. So it, it just, it's just a good mentality that they have. They're not going to feel sorry for themselves. And uh, they, have, they have one purpose, and that's to win a championship, and they don't want anything to stand in their way. Yes, and their record against Baltimore has been ridiculous in the last couple of years. They always beat them, and that's right. They really only missed a, a, a two days or, or whatever it was. So right. what is your sense of this, Michael, of, of the way baseball is going along? I said earlier today it's so fashionable to criticize them amongst people, but I give them a lot of credit for whatever mistakes were made early on in this, and clearly there have been some, and however unwieldy, the process of getting through some sort of labor agreement was, I give them credit for persevering. These are impossible circumstances. They're doing the best they can. I give them credit for getting where they are, and I think they're going to make it to the end. What is your sense? You're a lot closer to it than I am. Well, you and I are of like mind here, and I'm kind of stunned at the people that just, you know, they, they just clamor for it to be canceled. And, you know, these are, these are professional athletes that know what the risks are, and they're choosing to play. It's not like college athletes. These guys are getting paid. 
And obviously they're playing under a lot of danger, but they are agreeing to play. And they have the right, like Marcus Stroman did, to opt out if they feel unsafe. So unless there is some catastrophic event, and I hate to say it, even a death, uh, I, just, I just don't see them stopping. I think they're going to plow through. Uh, if they were able to persevere uh, through the situation of the Marlins and the Cardinals and continue to go, they're going to go. This is a year where things are going to get funky. Things are just crazy. Uh, you know, the Cardinals are going to have all these doubleheaders in the month of September. It's not fair, but nothing about this to the average person on this planet is fair. We didn't, we didn't sign up for this. It's something that was thrown our way. So I give them credit for trying to do it. I think the best way to do it, obviously, as it's shown with the NBA and the NHL, is to do it in a bubble. But I think it's too cumbersome to do with 30 teams with large traveling parties for an entire season. I don't think the players wanted to do it. Maybe they'll do a bubble uh, if they get to the postseason. And, and Mike, I'm – I'm in agreement with you. I think there will be a postseason again unless it's a catastrophic outbreak. All right, we'll root for the best on this. We'll be listening later today. Give my best to Don and Peter and everybody. Thanks for jumping in here, Mike. I'll see you soon. And congratulations and good luck with the new show. We're all proud of you. You know we love you. Thank you, my friend. Love you too. They're the best. All those guys are the best. Michael, okay, that's my hometown show. I listen to those guys all the time. Uh, my schedule has changed so much now. Um, and we'll sort of see where it goes. But for the longest time, I've had my afternoons free, and I drive around and I listen to those guys, and they do a terrific job, so I enjoy it a lot. Meanwhile, before we wrap up for the week here, it's time for Making Moves on Greeny. In his first year in Miami, Jimmy Butler is leading the Heat to a 2 nothing series lead over the Pacers in the first round. Making Moves is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Build your winning team today. Go to linkedin.com slash sports. And what I would say about that is, when you are wrong as often as I am, enough so that I've adopted the hashtag KOD, kiss of death, you're allowed to chirp when you get something right. And so I got that one right. When the Sixers let him go, I said, they kept everybody but the guy they really needed. Why teams keep turning their back on Jimmy Butler, I have no idea. There must be some reason why he's on his, what is it now, fifth team? Fourth? Fifth? He's been on a lot of different teams. There obviously has to be a reason. I, I, I understand that at some point it's you. But that guy is great. Just great. And and the second he left Philly, I said that was that was the one guy they needed to keep. So I'm not at all surprised that the Heat are going to go further than the Sixers are in these playoffs. I don't anticipate any upsets in round one. I think as we sit back and watch it now, there will not be an upset. The Lakers are going to come out of their series easily. I still believe the Clippers are going to beat the Mavericks. I, that's not going to be easy. That's clear. In fact, I would not be floored if Dallas went ahead and won that series. They probably should be up two games to none. Or could have been anyway. Porzingis doesn't get thrown out of game one. But I believe the Clippers will win maybe six. Lakers will win in five or six. Rockets will win. I'm not sure what else would constitute a huge upset. Raptors are going to win. Celtics are going to win. So we should have chalk onto the second round of the NBA playoffs. And then we can see the big boys go at it in the um, in the bubble starting in about a week or so. So it should be good. This has been a really fun first week. I've enjoyed it. Thank you, everybody, for all your support. I'll see you next week for Get Up and Greeny. Have a wonderful weekend. Greeny, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can get more from Greeny live weekdays at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN News. And don't miss Greeny on Get Up every morning at 8 Eastern on ESPN. Greeny, the podcast.